Harbor Covenant Church has been an active church in Gig Harbor since 1980. And even beyond Gig Harbor, we've built relationships with people and organizations around the globe. Our podcast series, Harbor Cove Tales, serves to highlight and explore stories throughout the generations of the many people who call Harbor Cove home. For the last 18 years, Jim Skiffington has been a part of our church family and has served in a variety of different ways, mainly as a project guy and handyman, but also he served on the sound team and the set design team. He's currently coming out of a successful chemo treatment, and I wanted to sit down with him and chat about his years here at Harbor Cove. All right, I'm here with my buddy Jim Skiffington. I've known him for about seven and a half years, I think ever since I've been at Harbor Cove. Boy, has it been that long? Hey, I didn't realize I was that long. Uh, Jim, do us and anyone listening a favor and tell us a little bit about you. Where were you born? What'd you do? How'd you end up in Gig Harbor at Harbor Covenant Church? I haven't left Pierce County out of the military since I was born. I was born in... Tacoma General Hospital and my same and my oldest kid was born in the, the same delivery room. So, how long? Well, when were you born? 1944. So that makes you how old? Oh, I'm just turned 78. Not too long Look ago. Look at you. Look yeah, at you. All 78. Right. And then uh, I've lived here my whole life. Haven't uh, moved like I said, other than the military. Yeah. And what did you do in the military? I was a cryptologist in the military. So I worked with coding and decoding, et cetera, et cetera. So okay. that was my occupation in the United States Army. Wow. And then when did you retire? I did not retire from the military. I got out during the Vietnam conflict in 1970. So I went in in 1967 and got out in 1970. So you ended up here in Gig Harbor at Harbor Covenant Church again uh, this podcast is just for people to get to know other people in our church and that have been here for a while and have them here tell stories. So when did you, when did you come to Harbor Cove? How'd you get connected here? My wife and I started attending here and I believe it was 2004. We had a, uh, a situation at a previous church that we had attended since before I went into the military for many, many years. And, uh, it was kind of a dying congregation. Uh, we happened to know that a former pastor of our old church, his name was Scott Hewlett, was pastoring here on a uh, temporary basis, if I'm not mistaken, because er Ernie was retiring. Ernie, Ernie was the founding pastor? Basically, he was a founding pastor. And so we started attending here, and we knew a couple other people that were attending here. So rather than go across the bridge, we stayed on this side of the bridge and started attending Harbor Covenant. Cool. Hey, man, sometimes relationships are born out of convenience. Yeah, I walked into the church, and the first person I recognized in the church was Jeannie Glazebrook. Okay. And believe it or not, I used to be Jeannie Glazebrook's paper boy. I was going to thought you were going to say boyfriend. I was like, that would have been awkward. No, okay, paper no, boy. no, we're not going that route. <laughs> no, we were both raised out in the community of Midland. Okay. which is in south part of Pierce County, Tacoma. And uh, her dad was a pastor out there. Oh, which, was Jeannie the children's director here when you came? Yes, okay. Jeannie was a children's director then Okay, at, at that time, if I remember correctly. 
So 2004, uh, or 2000, so we're almost coming up on 20 years. So I know that you have worked in the sound booth. I know that you fix things and have built things, but what, give me a, give me a lowdown. What have you been doing for 20 years at Harbor Cove? You name it, I've done it, except for major projects. It's like clean the bathrooms? Uh, I haven't done, that's a major project. Preached? <laughs> that's also me. Haven't done. <laughs> No, I fixed this, fixed that. Worked on the garden fence out there, uh, fixed things up in the auxiliary building, uh, some of the plumbing and the electrical. What was your, what was some of your favorite projects? A couple of my favorite projects. Oh boy. I would say, uh, I think a lot of my favorite projects was doing the, a lot of the install and putting together a lot of the sound booth when we redid the, the sound booth a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, Basically got all new equipment and uh, just basically wiring everything up. The platform with all the inputs. So all the, our current setup right now. Uh, the you, current you setup right now, okay. yeah, was done by me and Sage. You've actually done a lot in the worship center. You help sauna out with her with her sets too, yeah? I do. I am sauna's boy. Aaron boy, okay. <laughs> I, I think I like the term Aaron boy better than boy. Yeah, that that. She needs that, something. That could be interpreted in so many different Up ways. until my health, uh, I was her favorite phone call. Beyond that, uh, a lot of the sets were were done by me and, and a lot of other people. But I, if she needed something specific, she would call. Yeah, you've been pretty trustworthy. She she definitely speaks highly of you. Um, any Any projects that you absolutely hated doing? I think the one project I really didn't care for was, and we still have the problem, it's out by the air conditioners for the church next to the the garden. There's blackberry vines growing, and people throw stuff in there, and the blackberry vines are growing up into the, the air conditioning units. And then there was blackberry vines along the wall that were miserable. And in fact, I think somebody just not too long ago got rid of them again. But, uh, yeah, that was kind of a miserable project. All right. What has God taught you or how has God changed you over the years? Here well, over the years, people say, well, what do you believe? I said, I believe in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. I said, they asked me, are you a Christian? I said, I would consider myself a believer more so than a, than a Christian. Why do you say that? Because I believe that Jesus Christ is my personal Savior. And... I have been, I was raised in the church, but uh, I've learned that it's personal more so than communal. So that's the reason I say I'm a believer. That's been my belief my whole life. Well, I shouldn't say my whole life. I've come to, came to the realization of it probably about 20, 25 years ago. I was going to say, yeah, when was your come to Jesus moment? Come what to was, Jesus what moment. What was that like? Uh, was not necessarily then, but uh, I was at a uh, a uh, kids camp at S S Silver Lake up by Everett, Washington, and that's when I came to know the the goodness of Christ. So, what about the last twenty years at Harbor Covenant? Looking back, uh, how are you different now than when you first came here twenty years ago? I'm older. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That's what happens. You nicer or you grumpier? What happened? I don't think I'm uh, nicer, but I think uh, 
I came, I have become more and more under the realization that it's a personal thing more so that you know Christ. So how do you, how do you live out your faith personally? What does that look like for you? I've been uh, a little more, in fact, pastor mentioned it yesterday, anger. Anger. And uh, control myself a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, Be more uh, uh, congenial. Over the years, I don't say I don't. I wouldn't say it's in the last twenty years, but it, it, in my growth in my uh, faith, slowly but surely, you've softened a little bit. I have softened a little bit on the record, and everybody. some of it too has to do with my age. Uh, also, you've had uh, a lot of good friendships here at Harbor Cove. Some of them I know you've had to say goodbye to because that's what happens with age. Oh yes, but um, what have been or what are some of your some of the people at Harbor Cove that you you love being or around, like I I've or known mi- or miss yeah I like I said I've known I knew Bill and Jeannie you know Glazebrook through Jeannie for for many years and then uh, when Pat and I first walked through the door one of the first people that greeted me was uh, Claire Bolander very open very greeting very very helpful and Claire and I became very close we uh, we did a lot of things together. If he needed something, he needed help or something, he usually gave me a call. I probably did a lot of projects, just small projects that Claire had going for him. That uh, I think that's how I got connected, how I met you. It was like Claire probably roped you into doing something. So. But uh, he was always always loved to greet people, and uh, he's been quite an influence. Uh, I've done stuff like with Steve Dryling. We worked at Martha's house. Uh, Worked with quite a few people. Uh, enjoy working with Jill Branham. Yeah. In fact, we just saw her not too long ago. She and John stopped by our place in Idaho. Of course, then I found out that the neighbors across the street from me are the Hagens. So I can throw a rock and hit either one of their homes from my place. You would throw a rock too. <laughs> <you? Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and then we had a good coffee group. That we meet up at now at Cutters Point. Originally, I was up at uh, McDonald's with Hagen's and Olson's, and, and it's an amazing how many people that we used to have coffee with now have you know have gone on. Very enjoyable, and so a very a lot of camaraderie, almost like a small group. It's nice because we can bounce things off each other. Yeah. Uh, everybody you know knows how everybody. Uh, feeling today a lot of people have been of course everybody's a lot of people are aware of what i'm going through right now how are you doing today well lousy okay better you know it's uh it's been a, a good group and we meet at nine o'clock okay so you brought it up and if you're willing to talk a little bit about it that'd be cool but what are you going through right now for people listening uh i have just finished a six-month tour of chemotherapy I have uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma, and uh, they've given me the clear sign as of about three weeks ago. Hey, praise the Lord. So, but part of the therapy that they were giving me in infusion was uh, damaging to my lungs. So I've lost 50% of the use of my lungs, and it will be permanent. They say it will not heal. I'm under the uh, care of a uh, local oncologist, which has been nice and handy, but also the University of Washington through their uh, oncology department up there. As you, you're this 
stage in your life, you've survived cancer. Now you're facing this. Like, what what's going on inside of you? Are you angry? Are you sad? Are you still? How's your faith? Are you happy for what you got? Like, you know, with the the chemo, and it, what happened to me was the result of the chemotherapy. Uh, I show no remorse, but uh, I show a little disappointment when uh, I can't do a lot of the things that I used to do. And uh, like I miss doing the stuff around the church. And I, I have a lot of hobbies at home that I work down in my garage that I don't, I'm not unable to do anymore. So I make a phone call. Can you, can you, can you? What do you think, um, what do you think God's teaching you or want, want you to know in this time? Well, people, like I said, ask me how I'm doing. I said, I'm living one day at a time. Yeah. And I got up and I'm vertical. So the Lord let, has a plan for me down the road. I don't, obviously, I don't know what it is, but we'll see. I'm going to shift gears a little bit uh, since you've been around the block a few times. We've now established that. Looking back the uh, last 20 years, how has how has Harbor Covenant changed? Um, either f- for the good or stuff that you've noticed that we might want to revisit. Or, and then how has the town of Gig Harbor changed? Well, the town of, Gig Har- town of Gig Harbor is just, you know, it's grown terrifically. I think I saw some statistics the other day about the population gain just in 10 years yeah. was like growth of about 18,000 in the area, not necessarily a town of Gig Harbor. Yeah. But as far as my growth through the church, uh, it's been very, very enjoyable. It's been a, it's always a learning experience. And uh, the Lord teaches us how to walk in his ways. What's one or two things you like about being a part of Harbor Covenant right now, today, in 2022? One thing I do like is I think the crux and the, the, uh, the body of the church is developed in our young people with kids. That's, uh, I've been to two different churches in my life that uh, you said two? We, have, we have attended. Yeah. And uh, no growth until you see the younger, I guess you would call it millennials now. Oh, no, it's, there's like two generations passing. Now there's two generations. I'm a millennial and I'm, You're a millennial, I'm almost 40. Yeah. Yeah. But even beyond that, with young families, yeah. a real key to a growing church. That is, the, uh, to me, one of the, the, the biggest uh, disappointments I saw in previous churches is uh, the age of most of the attendees. So you're married. You have kids. How many kids do you have? I have two children, both living within 20 minutes of my wife and I. And grandkids? And we have three grandkids between the two families. What would you want young families to know about Jesus, about church, about Christianity, about as they come in? You say they, they, I would, they matter. I would think from, a, from being a, quote, old Christian, yeah. keep to faith, practice what you've learned in the faith and make sure you put it on your kids. Now, one thing I do see a lot of nowadays is children growing up in the church and uh, my family included, 
and they get to a certain age or they go their separate ways and they quit attending church. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of this and it's kind of disappointing. So you want to instill in your children that uh, the best way is the Lord's way. What about families that might not have grown up in the church or they're kind of, cause, cause yeah, that happens. Kids grow up in the church and then they, they leave. Some studies have shown that they kind of come back around when they have kids again. Not everyone does, but, um, I've, but, heard, I've heard that. But yeah. Like, so a church, I don't know, skeptical or a family is skeptical about the church and about Jesus. Well, there's a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. You're going to have to catch up if you're a parent and catch your kids up. Uh, what do you mean catch th- them up? As far as what the Lord can do in their lives. Uh, one thing I do miss and I, uh, uh, is the, uh, the lack of Sunday school. Okay. And I, I think it's, it's not only our church, but it's a, lo- a lot of churches have dropped the, the, uh, the young childhood education as we know it as Sunday school. Uh, but the, the number of children that we have in our children's ministries is, is great. I think it's phenomenal. Like I said, I usually go to the early service, but I sure see a lot of kids coming through that door in between services. So Christian Ed was huge for your generation. That's correct. And you, so I, I mean, in your mind, a good thing to encourage parents to do is to, you know, make sure that their kids are getting. Make sure that your children are getting the best education possible in terms as of far faith. as what the Lord can do in their lives. Not necessarily now always, but in the future. What hope do you have for our church? say 20 years from now, whether you're here or not, what would you hope would be happening? I hope at that time we are still a, quote, growing church. Okay. Uh, Not necessarily in attendees, which would be nice, Mm -hmm. but as far as the preaching of the gospel and keeping up with uh, Christian basics, let's put it that way. What's been a Christian basic of yours that you learned at a young age that has really helped you with the solid foundation in your faith? The basic principle was becoming a believer, staying a believer, and knowing that there's a future for me, not necessarily on this earth, but up in heaven. That got you through a lot? Gets you through a lot? What do you, speaking of heaven, what do you think heaven's going to be like? I might see a lot of people that I knew, but as far as Heaven is concerned. I really don't care how it is up there. I just know I'm going to be there. At your age and at, you know, going through cancer, stuff like that, how often do you think about the end of things on this in this life? Believe me, it has been more and more apparent and yeah. prevalent in my life in the last six months as far as what's been going on with me physically. Yeah. So, yeah, I think about it. I think about it a lot. You scared at We're all? We're all mortal. You scared at all? Oh, no. No, not scared at all, because I know where I, uh, I know whom I have believed, and know where I'm going. So, and that's to me is the crux of our life. That's that's the motivation. That's the changing factor. That's exactly. That's cool. What have been some of your favorite Harbor Covenant memories? Uh, some of the favorite have been the CMJ Sundays. Yeah. Uh, where we went to a few different places. 
I've enjoyed working with Danny Vaughn and uh, Doug Olson out at Camp Stand By Me, physical projects. So they, they've been, you know, part of our life for, for as uh, up until just recently. So, and most of the work I did around here was on my own. So I really didn't didn't uh, do a, a lot with other than the CMJ and uh, Camp Stand By Me. And I'm prefer, I'm probably forgetting ninety percent of what what I've been doing, what I've done, or what I've done a lot of stuff. So, and I, uh, I just want to say thank you for all the, all the projects you've had a hand in. I mean, there's been a lot of things that have been completed and done because you either got drug along or you took some initiative with, or we just knew that we could start relying on Jim Skiffington. Initiative with rather than drug along. Yeah. Everyone does. Cause then you get to pick your projects, right? I've enjoyed, you know, like decorating Christmas with sauna and, uh, of course doing the, the sanctuary up and uh, just just various projects that that uh, I just hopefully down the road I have the initiative and the strength yeah and uh, I, that I can continue to do some I was gonna say do you still feel like you have some projects left in you either uh, yeah, physical I got, or I got spiritual? one yeah. one that's been tearing at me for eight months now and, what? and I haven't been able to do it that's the gutter up on the building up uh, where sauna does all her artwork now the gutter has been fall, almost ready to fall off for the last two years and i haven't been able to get up there. are we really expecting you to get up there and do it we can get uh, i will get up that. there and do it if i've got somebody there that's watching over me all right if anyone's listening and you want to help Jim it's, Skiffington it's replace very interesting because i got one at my house and asked i have the same thing done the spike came out of the gutter yeah cool <laughs> all right jim well thanks for chatting with me anything else anything else hey, you want to talk enjoyed about enjoyed it keep everything in the lord's way all right that's the main thing and that the main thing is the main thing as pastor would say i was gonna say i need we just start defining what the main thing is so michael says hey keep the main thing the main thing what would you say the main thing is the main thing is to keep your eyes on the lord and it's like i said before it's an individual responsibility and uh, you know what the future lies for you. All right, man. Well, one day when we get to heaven, we'll hang out. That's, can, you know, like I said, we're all mortal. You can fix my gutters up there. So, yeah. so <laughs> I, I'll probably, I will probably get up there before you. So save me a spot. When you get up there, you can say hi. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, Jim. Thanks, man. Hey, this has been great. If you have a story of what God is teaching you, or how he's changing you, or how he's using you to bless others in our church family or in our community, head to harborcove.church and share your story now. Join us next time as we highlight more people who call Harbor Cove home as they share their Harbor Cove tales.